Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Mike with Rogue Media Network. As Texas opens back up, some of our shows have chosen to continue to record from remote locations. Some of our other shows have started recording in studio with very few people observing social distancing. Thanks for listening, and please be safe. Uh, in the uh, studio, and it just didn't work out. So, <laughs> so we're back here. Yay. No, it was working out great. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. I have a feeling you're going to find out that it was all bullshit and we'll be able to be there next week. That's what I think. Yeah. I have a feeling that miraculously he will get his results tomorrow, which I'm like, hmm. How fast are they giving out results now? It takes like two to three days typically. Huh. Okay. But I, like he said that his sister's boyfriend is go. She was like, I was like, did he get tested? Did he test positive? And she was like, he said, no, he's getting tested tomorrow. And I was like, yeah. how did he schedule to get tested on a Sunday? How did he make that appointment? That's a lot of, lot of loose ends. That's how I think. What's your excuse? Well, how are you, ladies? We are other, good. Other than that. Yeah. We are all yeah. right, Caitlin. Yeah. Today I went to protest. Yeah. How was it? It was good. Yeah. My wife, my was, wife, my wife was, was at that as well. I did not see her. Well, yeah, you probably wouldn't. It was peaceful. Um, Until? Well, no, I mean, one, at one point these two dudes did show up with like, automatic weapons yeah aaron told me yeah and they uh they were standing right behind me like they walked up i ended up moving because i just didn't feel comfortable they seemed they said that they were there to protect but i don't know they were also dressed in like who called them yeah they, <laughs> like, they hey, were come dressed in like us. camo pants and stuff i don't know like all everything about them just screamed like kind of like borderline white supremacist and yeah i don't know so i it made me uncomfortable uh the people around us like they had face masks on too not like but like masks that were only showing like their eyes and then they had their hats on and they were like yeah we know that you know pandemic and stuff but we're gonna need you to take off that mask in the event that you start shooting we want to be able to identify who you are yeah so I thought that that was smart. And for the most part, most people were wearing masks there too. Well, that's so good. I was happy about that. They were handing them out as well. And they had yeah. water and snacks. Good. Snacks. So, 
I know. I'm I sad I could go. This said, same shit, different decade. Yep. That's what I put. It's it all very, it's very hard. Mm-hmm. Very hard to accept. Well, it's a weird, it's a weird time. Yeah. It's all in all. Strange time indeed. Yeah, for sure. So on but top of that, maybe you get the COVID. <laughs> yeah, Megan might have the COVID. Well, that's cool. Yay. Yeah. Went Co- to work. COVID, check. Yeah. Protest check. Went to work, <laughs> uh-huh. went to work for a couple all hours. The things in the world right now. All the things uh-huh. in the Bible. Yeah. Right before the locusts. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the cicadas over the summer. Haven't you heard? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And it starts bleeding from the sky and things like that. That'll be cool. Yeah. Real excited for it. Maybe that's why they canceled the fireworks. I think it is. I think that's the only reason. Blood will put it all out. It's definitely not COVID. That's fake. Mm. Fake news. I don't. I don't have it. So. That's right. So it's not real. It's not a real thing. I tell you what. I don't think people at Walmart think it exists. I don't think they do either. My God. I just go there. I only went to Walmart once throughout all of this, and you both saw the aftermath of that day. Yeah. It was awful. I had to go today. And get a pair of pliers because spent the day yesterday replacing a water heater in my home, and uh, it was leaking a bit at the top. So I had to put on some. This is all very mundane shit. So it's good. uh, Anyway, Uh, all in all, had to go to Walmart and hated it. So yeah, it's awful. It's like they'll do it. Like you either get there's no in between. You either have people who like socially distance really well, like the three of us, or people who are just like right on top of you. I just turn around and start like, blowing on them. Trying to shove their carts in your asshole. Yeah. Start throwing bugs. <clears throat> but yeah. I want to start this thing. Light this candle. Yeah, sure. Oh, we haven't started? Yeah, I thought we had already started. You got to introduce yourselves and do all that stuff. What's your excuse? Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm Megan. And this is What's Your Excuse? The podcast. Yeah. Top notch. That's us. Back on Zoom. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Y'all want to explain why we're back here? You know, we had a really good rhythm and things were going really well in the studio. Uh, Go back. I I went to work today and was working for a couple of hours. And my coworker came to the back room and told me that his sister had just called and that he has been exposed. And which I was like, what, did someone out you as a gay man? <laughs> so I was going to say, did he say specifically it was COVID? Yeah, no, all he said was exposed. And I was like, what? And he was like, to COVID. And I like felt my heart just like sink. And I was like, get out. And I was like, what do you mean? Like how? And he said his sister's boyfriend went to his ex-wife's house to pick up some stuff. And oh, so why is he going there anyways? Yeah, and the ex-wife had it and like just got her diagnosis today. Why'd she let him come over? That's what I'm saying. And then... uh, I got it. Let me breathe on you. Yeah, come on over. Take it to your girlfriend's entire family also. Mm, Maybe that's a thing, though. They all live together. He lives with his sister and her boyfriend. 
Maybe it's a revenge thing. Yeah. I don't know. But she was so, like, haha, bitch. I told you, he has to leave. You need to stay. You and the other employee need to stay and clean up the store, like wipe everything down, clean everything up. And at first I was like, oh, okay. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, I am a manager position. This is my responsibility, blah, blah, blah. And then I talked to my mom and she was like, yeah, in any other normal circumstance, you're right. It is your, your responsibility to stay and keep the store running as smoothly as possible. However, your $10 an hour, not worth your life. Mm -hmm. yep. And so my district manager called and I talked to her and I was like, I just don't feel safe. Like I'm immunocompromised. Ryan is immunocompromised. And I was like, I need to go home and shower. And our district manager was like, yeah, you don't have to stay the whole day. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. The other girl straight up just like bounced. She looked at me and she was like, I'm not staying. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to fight you. Like, do it. And I'm sure she thought that I was going to like argue with her and try and get her to stay. And I was like, no, you have kids. Go home. Yeah, fuck bye. that. Go, bye. And she was like, thank you. And I was like, yeah, man. Like, I, like, listen, no, I'm not doing that. It's, I'm not going to put it on me if your kid gets something or if you get something and hand it to your kid. Like, no, mm -hmm. go home. And so, like, why would she even allow him to come over knowing she had been tested? Because, like, she, she got her results. Like, she's had to have known for a few days. That's a, it, a lot of it is up in the air. Mm. Because I don't know the ex wife. I don't know the boyfriend. I, you know, all I know is none of us wanted to be at work today. Yeah. I can't wait to find out the results of this cliffhanger next week. I know. Da -da -da. I should have a cliffhanger like this every week. Yeah, no thanks. One of us maybe gets exposed to COVID each week. Well, well it doesn't oh, have to be COVID oh. every week. I'm just saying, you know, some sort of cliffhanger. Does Megan have cancer? Does <laughs> It'll always be me that's yeah. sick. Because I'm constantly at the doctor. I, uh, so yeah, that's, that's what happened. So that's why we're back on Zoom. Megan might have the Ronas. I'm in my new place. Probably not. Oh yeah, you moved. So yeah. nice. Look at this painting, not mine. Beautiful. I got my doll shelf right next to me. Oh yeah, yeah, you see him? Did we talk about the text I sent you about if you buy one of these dolls, I'm starting, I'm having an intervention? No. Oh, so have you ever seen those like- here. Oh, so Mike, have you ever seen those like very realistic like werewolf baby dolls? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there was one that I saw that was like a demon baby. <laughs> I sent it to Caitlin and I was like, the day that this doll shows up at your house is the day I have an intervention for you about yeah. dolls. I don't have that doll. I won't. I had a, I had a woman. A garlic bread stuff. Garlic bread, what? <laughs> I had a woman uh, start following us on Instagram who just posts pictures of like a, one of those living baby dolls doing stuff. Well, like, here's the thing. There is a therapeutic place for those living baby dolls. If you are someone who's had a miscarriage, I get it. Like, it's yes. not on Instagram, though. But not a demon mm. and not a werewolf. This one she dresses. never pregnant with either of those things. <laughs> you don't know. I uh, do. She, she dresses the thing are up. Are you me a pharaoh? I burned. Your garlic bread? Yeah, look. Oh. I thought Chris was keeping an eye on it, but I guess he left. I don't know. That's just crunchy yeah. style. Yeah, I don't mind burnt every now and then. As long as it's not like a crouton. Mm. 
don't really want crouton. Man, I'm gonna have to get my dinner delivered tonight. I sent Ryan, Ryan is staying with his sister right now. Because yeah. I was like, well, it's better safe than sorry. Go get out of the house before I get home. It does suck though. Yeah, it fucking does. Oh, it's really um, hot. I did, I got my Botox yesterday though. Where? Mm -hmm. Same place, lips and forehead. I want some. I want to get it. Squeeze some out for her, would you? Yeah. Should I get it in my chin? Why? I hate it. What do you hate? It. Like this? Like right here? Yeah. It won't do anything for that. Huh. No. Well, it might for you. Does it work differently for different people? Yeah. So like some people, like for me, getting Botox in like my jaw won't make my, won't like soften my jawline, but it might like, sometimes it works for some people where it softens it and like makes it less like square. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's weird. So it I do like, need to go back. He's going to have to redo this side of my lips. Well, I don't mind the squareness of my jaw. Well, but it might, it also helps with like that for some people. Mm. Yeah, I want that to go away. Yeah. And you're pointing at your chin. Yeah. yeah. For, yeah, those, for those who are video but impaired. It, yeah. What is that Netflix show with that guy that has no neck? 90 Day Fiance. Oh, that's what it is? I couldn't yep. tell. Aren't you glad that we speak the same language? Oh, but yeah, I have to get... I have to talk him, I have to get him to do a couple more units in the left side of my lip because the left side always like has a problem taking. Let's get Botox to sponsor us. Huh? Just I would love that. Let's get Botox to sponsor us. So why are you getting it in your lip? So for my lip, A, because I smoke and I don't want the wrinkles right there. Uh, B, it also relaxes that muscle so my lips will like uncurl from themselves a little bit and make them look a little fuller. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper than you hear the crunch. Yeah, yes. very much so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's ASMR for people it's who love it. It's the fettuccine episode all over again. Can you hear me chew? I don't chew. No. No. When you asked that, a door shut, though. So that's something. Yeah. We did hear that. Yeah, that was Chris. Can you hear Mero licking his own dick? Uh -oh. Good. Well, at least you got Mero. Yeah. Thank God for that. He already broke a mug. Been alone with the dog for three fucking hours and he's broken a mug already. Why? Never I never should have tried to serve him coffee. Why'd you <laughs> serve him coffee? I didn't. He just whacks things with his tail and just knocks it all over. Can y'all hear that, Jane? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it that. feels very loud in my head. Yeah. That's because of your skull and all. I'm sorry, I really <laughs> wanted garlic bread. Very scientific of you, Mike. Nobody said you couldn't have your garlic bread. It's yeah, fine. no. You're picking up a whole different audience. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Chewing food. I don't think you're supposed to shout at them while you're doing so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, we're never going to be great at ASMR. <laughs> that no. really, that really throws off the uh, rhythm. I don't yeah. think I'm relaxing enough. I don't think either of us could be quiet enough for it. Uh -uh. There's got to be a category for that, though, too. Like just a woman yelling at you. Time. I, I think it's I'm sure that's a really fun kink to explore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. This really threw off my whole rhythm, you guys. I know. Me too. The the zoom or the garlic bread? 
I think all of it. Or the COVID. All of it. Mainly the Zoom, though. Yeah, the Zoom yeah. is not wonderful for this. I got happy with um, recording in the studio. Yeah, I farted. Aww. I get a dollar. Um, yeah, so I went to the studio at noon today to drop yeah. off a microphone to someone, and then I was going to stick around for 2 o'clock because we were going to do two shows. One of those canceled, and then the 4 o'clock, VHS canceled because uh, Bryson is sick, and then... Does he have you, COVID? And then you got the COVID. Okay. No, he's got the heat exhaustion, is what he Ooh. says. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, I spent all morning pulling all of the weeds out of my front yard. Why? With my hands. You know, it was because I just noticed that, like, 98% of our yard was weeds instead mm. of grass. Maybe you should have just then, pulled up the grass. Since I, I, believe me, there were moments that I was like, give me a shovel. I'm digging this whole fucking yard up. Uh with one shovel not with like anything heavy or heavy duty or anything just one shovel one and shovel. I it was a gardening truck <laughs> one shovel and, and just sheer power it's a little handheld shovel for gardening mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah no so i pulled all of those up. i think it was also because like, last week my anxiety was at like a real peak and so i think i still had like a little bit of residual where it's like you know you're not actively anxious but you still are like a little bit on edge so I was like I'm gonna pull all of these weeds because it gives me four hours to think no of nothing but these fucking weeds and it really did work I felt very calm afterwards came inside took a cold ass shower passed out well I'm I'm really surprised that this hasn't thrown you into your anxiety from what you've told me in the past I think it's um because at this point right now I'm where I'm like he's lying okay. none of this is real they're in the denial. denial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my mom had asked me, she was like, do you want to come over to our house and you can isolate over here? And I was like, no, that's counterproductive. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll just stay home and actually isolate from everyone. Yeah. And then she was like, well, but I, like, what if you actually do get sick? And I was like, then I'll handle it like every other adult in the world who's gotten it and stay at home and take care of myself. And she was like, well, but you can come over, and at least if you get sick, I, she was like, I'll leave you alone. I won't come into the room. And I was like, you will not be able to resist your urge as a mother to That's come and take care of your child. Yeah. I was like, I can't do that to you. Like, Not if her <laughs> first thought is, hey, you might have COVID. Come to the house. Yeah. Right. I was like, you, I know you. You cannot resist. A Mexican mother cannot resist the urge <laughs> to come in and coddle her child. Like, I'll never forget when I was younger, my mom was doing like some kind of low carb diet and almost passed out from it. And my grandmother came over to give, to like, let my mother lay in her lap and like, let her like eat bananas in her lap. <laughs> Cause she was like, you need potassium, you need sugars, you need something. And so my mom is just like laying in her lap and eating a banana. And I was like, yeah, see, that's, I get it. I'm not telling you, I'm not complaining. I'm not criticizing You're a great mother. You also can't put yourself in danger here, lady, or my dad. Yeah. So uh, that is, yeah, the anxiety is very calm right now because I'm like, I have to wait for a positive, like, absolutely it's done. I, like, he has it. I say that. Wait until, like, midnight tonight. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see where I'm at. So you can't die. Okay. So I mean, I'm gonna I'm make, one day. Well, I'm going to make that deal with you that you can't die soon. Have I told y'all oh. about the new place? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. I tell so. you, it's really big. Yeah. Yeah. Is it big enough for a hospital bed and a ventilator? 
It's big enough for a four to five piece band. So yes, the ventilator that I'll be on can come exactly. with me. Y'all can roll me in to record. Yes. I will nice be boring. Place. I'll be even more straight man than I've ever been because I'll be passed out. <laughs> I'll be think, on the Megan? road to dead. It's like, what do you think, Megan? <laughs> Us too. <laughs> hey, what's the sound effect? <laughs> the fact that you put your mouth <laughs> Don't. He didn't like that. He, he said, don't talk about my mom. He hates my laughter, is what it is. He always <laughs> he hates your laughter. He does. He hates my laughing and my singing. He hates my joy. He He's pissed. Hello. He's like, shut up. Hey. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to VHS Trackers. This is Corey and Bryson signing off. But before we do, we're saying. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to VHS Trackers. You can follow us by... Hey everyone. (laughs) Sorry, dude. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to VHS Trackers. You can follow us at roguemedianetwork.com. Signing off, this is Corey. And Bryson. Saying have a totally rad day. Late. Um, Well, on a side note, I just used my teeth to scrape off the good part of the garlic bread. Good. Because they're like little shovels, see? Have you ever used your hair as dental floss? Wow. Yeah. Come on. Alban uses my hair sometimes. Mm, nope. It's not something I still do to this day. I definitely don't oh, think good. I'd use someone else's hair. Okay. Alban and I are weirdly close friends because, like, once I had like a blister on my appendix scar and I showed him and he was like, Can I touch it? And I was like, Sure, I don't care. And then with my hair situation, Alden like always gets shit in his teeth and he'll like suck on it. He'll be like, stop. And he like can't get it. And so finally, I'll just be like, do you want a piece of my hair? You can use this floss. And he's like, yes. I just pull a piece of my hair out, hand it to him. I have to try and find like a really thick, strong piece. But None yeah, of this I was like, is correct. Not breaking his mouth. No, yeah, no, it doesn't break in his mouth. Stop. That's some strong ass hair. That's right. Strong hair. Strong hair award. Oh, oh, did I I tell you that we won an award? No. We won a telly. What's that? A telly is, it's a 41st annual tellies. It was given, it's given to excellence in film, television, things like that. We helped with the Blood, Sweat, and Beats documentary. And so we won a telly. That's awesome. Wow. Have an actual award in the studio at some point. Now, Mike, follow-up question. When are you going to help us win an award? Yeah. Um, well, you know, me winning an award by proxy kind of gives you an award. <gasps> Yay! Mm, but I want a Nobel Prize. Oh. I want one. Well, we what's that? your excuse on it? I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> Mr. Nobel. Perfect. No. Give him a call. Hey, do you think it's possible to get a cavity on a fake tooth? No. No. I think I have one on my fake tooth. But it has to go like through your root and, or I mean, through your nerve and stuff. I don't know, because there's a black dot that's been on my fake tooth for a while now. Underneath. I wonder if y'all can see it. No, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. No. Doesn't see it. I'm the bottom of it. Get a piece of your hair and point it out. That's a chunk of your hair, first of all. <laughs> and now your scalp's bleeding. Oh, it's right there. You see it? You no. see teeth. Oh, now I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. Yeah.
I don't know what it is. It's been there for like two months. Oh, a tick? Well, I don't think the ticks can go in your teeth, can they? I didn't think That's a whole new thing I'm about to have if they can. I think they can go anywhere. I don't know that they can survive in your teeth. Mm. I don't know. Do you ever listen to this podcast will kill you? Uh, no, but I've heard of it. Uh, so good. Basically, they talk about, Mike, I'll tell you, they talk about diseases and like they're epidemiologists and they talk about like diseases from the past, current diseases, things like, and they have an episode about Lyme disease. It's very interesting. The other day, my friend had jaundice. Oh, does your friend drink a lot? No. Hmm. She had uh, gallstones. Oh, okay. Gallstones cause jaundice? Yeah. Her eyeballs were yellow. Her skin was yellow too. Goodness. I told her, "Ooh, that's kind of cool, though." And she went, "What?" And I was like, "Right." I was like, "I don't know. I think it's kind of cool." And she's like, "It's, can, it's not cool." <laughs> I can understand how it causes jaundice. It goes through like it's your gallbladder filters things for your liver and kidneys, right? Mm. Yeah. And isn't it your liver that generally causes jaundice or kidneys? I thought it was kidneys. Mm. Beats me. All I know is that it's yellow. Right. The kidney usually causes it, so it's like all about the filtration system in your body. Come on, Mike, be a scientist know. like me. I'm a I'm a poly, I'm a podcaster. I don't. Uh, oh. I have to I have to listen to a podcast about it before I know anything about it. Great. Oh, listen to. Listen. It. They probably got a jaundice one. It's a buildup of bilirubin, a waste material in the blood. An inflamed liver or obstructed bile duct can lead to jaundice, as well as other line underlying conditions. Obstructed bile, yeah, that's what gallbladder does, get bile out. So there you go. So it's all about the filtration system of your body? Was she itchy? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that was a symptom, so I didn't ask. Says she can be real itchy. Mm. But she did show me her eyeballs, and I was like, cool. This lady, I don't. If think... I had jaundice, I'd tell everyone. <laughs> That's good. Hey, my name's Kayla, and I have jaundice. Oh my God, she looks like a carrot. She does, but where'd her eyes go? I don't understand where her eyes are. <laughs> it turns you into Man. a demon. Her gallstones were real bad. <laughs> well, here's here's the worst part of it. When you scroll, oh, oh yeah. there are her you scroll, eyes. You scroll, you scroll down, and now she's a man. Yeah, I was yeah. like, is that a man? It looks like a man. Now I think it's a man. What we were looking at, dear listeners, is a very yellow man who looks like a woman when you cover up his eyes. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So. Man, woman. <laughs> oh, no. That's terrifying. <laughs> We're just okay. looking at Hers was not people. that bad. <laughs> was it this well, thank bad? Thank God. Did it look like that? Oh, what? That's just That's a turmeric like, mask. <laughs> yeah, I was like. Why is her skin flaking? She's, she's got the the uh, the shake and bake on her face. <laughs> yeah, shake and bake. Um, what, what do you think the sickest you've ever been is? The flu. Anytime I've had the flu. Right. Yeah. I could get you real bad, huh? It's either that or a stomach virus. Stomach virus. I always end up in the hospital. Really. Yeah, because I dry heave very, very badly. Like, I burst capillaries all in my face. Yeah. 
and I you ever, you ever like, break a rib doing it? No, thank God. I have dislocated my jaw vomiting though. Well, we heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a spicy That's, number. Mm -hmm. That's a fun party trick. When I'm just casually vomiting at parties. <laughs> dislocating your jaw. Look on, yeah. I still have to be careful when I yawn. It pops. But yeah, the flu is really bad because, like, generally, the first time I got it, I was in college, and my mom had to drive to San Marcos to come take care of me. I don't know why she feels like she has to do that. Get in my lap and eat these bananas. It's because I make her. It's because I call her and I go, "Can you come over?" <laughs> and she quick, quick drive up to San Marcos. Yeah, no, she did it. She drove up. She drove me to Round Rock to go to an urgent care. They wanted to give me IVs. And then my mom was like, mm, hang on, she doesn't have insurance. How much does that cost? And they were like, oh, it's the same as it would cost in a hospital. And she was like, nope, we're going to go home and get her some Gatorade. See you, see you later. See you later, alligator. Wait, you were in San Marcos and she drove you to an urgent care in Round Rock? Yeah, because she knew she was going to take me back to Waco. Oh, okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was, I was like, like, you had to pass what? a lot of them in Austin. Yeah. She does that. She'll be like, I'm just going to take you somewhere north so that by the time we're done, we can just hit the highway and go back home, go back to Waco. Then continue vomiting in my car. Yeah. What about you, uh, Caitlin? What's the sickest yeah. you've ever been? Um, well, there's probably, when I got the swine flu, that felt terrible. Like I couldn't, right. I couldn't walk and it came on rather quickly. Like it was. You couldn't walk. By, huh? You couldn't walk. My whole body was like in pain. Oh, and like because it was like by third period I was like had a little cough or something and then by fifth period I had like a pretty bad migraine and then by seventh period the last period of the day I was like curled up in the fetal position my mom had to come pick me up they had to like carry me out of the band mm. hall into her car Plus um, you were having all these periods yeah yeah all my periods in one day <laughs> <laughs> um but that was not enjoyable in the slightest. I didn't throw up from that though. Um, it was just like bad body aches and like the head cold aspect. And then the other time with throwing up, it's probably Thanksgiving, like five years ago now. I don't know. I went to, my friend had, was a part of a debutante ball. Ooh. So I went, she was real fancy. And um, it wasn't food poisoning because some people were sick before they got there. And like some people got sick, like before food had been served and left, like her dad. Um, food hadn't been served yet. And he like ended up having to leave. I think there was like 700 something guests, 460 or something got sick. Um, and like, so I felt fine until it was the day before Thanksgiving that that happened. And then Thanksgiving day, you know, I drove back home and had a wonderful big Thanksgiving meal. My mom had prepared some really beautiful stuff, you know, some kale and I had pumpkin pie and some this sweet is, potatoes. This is the reason you don't like pumpkin Thanksgiving pie, right? food. Or Thanksgiving yep, and pumpkin general. pie. Okay. Yep. Okay. Because then I proceeded to vomit like over 13 times. Uh, couldn't keep anything down. Was just puking my brains out. Um, super mm -hmm. fun. And it was miserable. And then I was supposed to go march at the Texas Tech Baylor game on Friday. So the next day, or Saturday, I'm sorry, not Friday, but Saturday. And I got okay enough to drive back. Like I made it to the Allison Indoor facility right as the bus was rolling out. And I was like, hey guys, <laughs> I'm here to march. Even though I had just been wildly sick and hadn't 
eaten for like two days because I can't keep anything down. Yeah. And that's why I eat Thanksgiving spaghetti. Mm. And don't like pumpkin pie. You know what? Swine flu was worse than when my mom came and got me for San Marcos. Both of Because I kept tough. working. I had to keep working when I had swine flu because I was doing real estate. And I had a closing the day after I got diagnosed. So I had to, and it was already like quite a transaction. And so I had to go to my closing and I had to like handle a bunch of stuff that day. And like, yeah, my whole, my mother was very angry that I was at that closing. Yeah, because then those people probably got it. They didn't. I wonder if they did. They didn't. I still know them. So this shows you that people were not prepared for anything mm, yeah, before no. we knew about this thing. Yeah, absolutely. People just do not prepare for this. Stuff. Today I bought Midsummer on DVD. Oh, good. Now I can watch it all the time. Perfect. Traumatize myself on the daily. Nice. Can't wait. Good times. I watched nice. The Taking of Deborah Logan right before this. I can't watch that. That terrifies me. No, thank you. It's very good. Very yeah. good. Very scary. Oh, no. This My is eyes the, a little itchy, y'all. This is the one about the mother or something, right? Taking of Deborah Logan? Yeah. It's, yeah. They're researching her, doing a documentary on her because of Alzheimer's. Yeah. And then it turns out that, well, she does have it, but it, she also, because her brain is not at yeah. all there, um, she was able to she was more susceptible to being possessed. Yeah, I've seen that. It's pretty good. It's not a bad movie. Can't do possessions. Can't do what? Can't do possession movies. Oh, yeah. I guess it's not truly a possession and more like, I don't know, because it was like, I guess it was a, like it's a go, I don't know. Like no priest was involved. They just burned the body. Did you say it was a gull? Huh? It was a gull? Like a seagull possessor? A gull. A ghost. Oh, ghost. Sorry. Yeah. My computer's getting real hot. <laughs> I think it's going to explode, y'all. I don't know if it's going to live much longer. That'll make good audio. Uh-oh. I didn't even spill wine on it this time. I just texted Thank you guys something. You're getting garlic all in your eye. Yeah, that's probably why it itches. You probably need to go put some water, like splash some water in it, bud. I don't like water in my eyes. I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And we're, we're your, your judges. judges. And this is by the cover. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. God, we're a Josie. Yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are. All the We're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over. The words I'm singing now mean nothing more than me. I do an Oh, was he there? Was he one of the ones? Wait, is he the one in the full shirt? Oh, for real? No. Nope. Okay, yeah, that's who I saw. I knew it. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, it was, it was him and that other guy there standing behind me, oh. and it made me feel very uncomfortable. Oh, God, my eye. I don't really blame you. 
Yeah. Yeah. One of my students messaged me and she said, Miss Klein, I think I just saw you. And you know, it's, it's really awesome to know that teachers are out here like standing with us. And yeah, it was like, Oh, you're so sweet. And then I said, you don't happen to be anywhere near those guys with the guns. Right. Yeah. And she was like, um, she was like, Nope, my mom just saw them. We're leaving. She's like, my mom is not having that. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's probably fair. Mm -hmm. People went up to them and they're like, it's like fine that you're trying to be like, you know, nice or like protect and stuff, but like you didn't have to do it this way. Mm -hmm. There are better ways to do it. Well, well here, here's the thing. Maybe bring it with you, but don't get it out of your car. Yeah. Don't have it holstered to your body. Don't yeah. Make it, don't make it part of your outfit. I had never even seen one like that close to me. Like, yeah. if because he was like less than six feet away. He was like right behind me. And I was like, uh, uh. and I saw old roommate Chris and I said, hey, to my group, the two girls that were with me, I was like, we're going to go follow her. Mm -hmm. I was like, perfect, perfect uh, escape. Going to go follow Chris and try to talk to her. Here's my yeah. thing. Why do you need an automatic weapon? You don't. You don't absolutely no. do not need one. There's nope. nothing in your house or someone who's going to invade you, unless this like SWAT team is invading you, then probably they have good reason to. Anyways, yeah. If SWAT team is coming into your house, and you're already dead. You're going to lose whether you have your one automatic or automatic rifle or none. You're yeah. going to lose that fight. I've seen that weird fever dream in American Werewolf in London. <laughs> I don't remember it. What do you think of that movie, uh, Kayla? It has been a while for me, too. I just don't remember it. Yeah. See? Oh. But, Maybe, uh, I wonder if Shutter has that. that you know, if it's on anything? That was one of my all-time favorites. Shutter. Let's see. But, uh, uh, part way. I have so many thoughts about everything that's going on, also. Just because, I mean, I feel like when people say, like, you don't have to riot. You don't have to do this. I'm like, but y'all didn't like when it was peaceful either. So basically what you're saying is don't be peaceful. Also don't riot. So actually we want you to sit down, shut up and take it. Yeah. They just don't want them to have a voice. Yeah. They want to continue pretending that their racism is okay. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that's true either. I think they don't want them to have a voice. They want to be the only ones with a voice. Mm -hmm. I, think it, I think it goes further than that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I yeah. think that they just don't want this group of people to talk or that group of people to talk yeah if they're talking like they are then it's fine yeah well, there was, was, was a thing that just came across that said somebody rammed a semi into the crowd there in minneapolis oh my god please yeah see yeah, apparently like fucking six officers died in dallas mm. today yeah it's not been great See, and like, that's the other thing is like, I constantly have to explain to people, like whenever people tell me like, white privilege isn't real or blah, blah, blah. I'm always like, do you realize that like, as someone who's white passing, I literally have more privilege than my own mother. Like, that's shitty. You've probably that's, seen that in action, I would imagine. Yes, absolutely. When like, even when my mom takes my niece out, like to go shopping, people will ask my mom if she's like the nanny. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like I like if you are white passing, you have to acknowledge your privilege as well. 
That is the first yeah. time I've ever heard that term. White, white passing. passing. Yeah. That's me. Well, I get, I get what you're saying. I understand the yeah. reference. I'm just saying I've never heard that, that phrase. Oh yeah. And it's just, you have to acknowledge your privilege because like I acknowledge that I'm more privileged than my mother, but that means that I have a foot in the door to try and make change to people who don't, who won't listen to people of color. Yeah. And like, I think that's what a lot of people forget. It's like, it's almost like if you admit that you're white passing, you are letting go of the rest of your heritage. But that's not at all what I've done. Like, y'all know, I talk about being Mexican all the time. I'm very proud of it. But at the same time, if me being more white looking than someone else means that I can allow to try and get them more opportunities, then I will do it. Yeah. And like my, like my granddad was supposed to be valedictorian of his class and he was not even allowed to be salutatorian of his class because he was Hispanic. That's a dumb as shit. So mm-hmm. let me ask you this, Megan. Okay. Um, you know, in 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 black society, there's there's you know the people that are that are lighter skinned are often not taken um, mm-hmm. as seriously as dark skinned. Is it the same thing in his Hispanic culture? Is there a thing like that? Yes, it is. But it's more. There's a lot to it because, like, it's more about the fact that my mom married a white man. Mm. I hear a lot of, you're not Mexican because your mom married a white man and your dad is white, so you're not Mexican. Mm-hmm. Or you've got people who don't want to be associated with different types of Hispanic or Latin cultures, like mm-hmm. the Puerto Rican Mexican issue, where I'm like, That's, it doesn't matter, guys. Like, we all have a struggle here. Mm-hmm. And Oh, no, I'm not trying to explain it away or anything. I'm not yeah, trying no, to no, stick no. up for it. I'm just asking no, no. because... It's just, I, a curi- it's just an inquiry. I think I've seen it in action with Hispanics from Mexico versus Hispanics from America. Yeah, that too. They very I much that. look down on the folks from Mexico. Yes. They, well, it kind of goes both ways because the people sure. from Mexico will tell me also, like, you're not Mexican because you didn't come yeah. from Mexico. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but like my, like, that is my heritage. Like, that's where my family comes from. Mm-hmm. But then you have Mexican-Americans who go, oh you came from Mexico you're poor like things like that and I'm like what no just that and then you have people who came here as legal immigrants saying well I had to go through it the hard way so you should too and that bothers the fuck out of me Mm -hmm. because I'm like you had to go through it the hard way shouldn't you want better for other people don't you so doesn't that open your eyes that it's a flawed system or are we just forcing everyone to go through the hard stuff I am all for laws and systems and doing it the right way and all that stuff. But when the system is busted, then maybe we should fix the system. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel like, I think that's why I'm so passionate about the idea that you're telling black people, we don't want you peacefully protesting. We don't want you rioting. Really. We want you to sit down, shut up, take what you're given and like it. It's kind of the same thing with immigration is you don't, you don't want to fix the system that's broken. You don't want to make it easier. You don't want to give us a better track to, to citizenship. But you also don't want us coming over here illegally. So you just don't want us here. Yeah. And it's kind of the same, the same thing. It's the same kind of thought process of you just don't want to admit that you don't want us here. And you don't want, or you don't want Black people to have a voice. Or you don't want to hear differing opinions than your own. Are you okay, Caitlin? Computer burned my arm. Oh. It's getting really hot. 
need one of those fans that sit under it. I'm trying to like hold it off of the couch, you know, so it can breathe. Do you have like a pillow? Yeah, that makes it worse. Oh, okay. You see that there's there's a few police chiefs that have been like joining the protests and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that as well? I, I just wonder how they get involved with the protest. I would think that people would think the wrong thing right off the bat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't, don't come near us, cop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's a scary thing, too, because you also, I mean, like, it's hard because I'm like, I can understand the distrust in law enforcement at this mm-hmm. point. I absolutely get, like, 100%. But you also don't want to go, this guy's trying to be a good person, but I think it's bullshit, so let's not accept it. Yeah. You know? Well, and the thing is, there's there's so many good people in law enforcement, too. Mm-hmm. You know? But they don't, you never hear about them because they don't screw up. You yeah. Know, they, don't, they don't mess up. They don't go beyond the bounds. Mm-hmm. Same deal with the military. I mean, there's, there's a ton of great people in the military, but there's some, yeah. there's some jackasses. I mean, that's just in every walk of life. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that get the, I, and this is me probably being the old guy, but I, I just all think it's media driven and media led. I think if, if the media weren't allowed to do some of the things that they do, and it wasn't a 24 hour news cycle, you, you wouldn't have as much hatred because I really do think sometimes they, they squeeze that just to get another story, just to get another lead, just to get another whatever. And it doesn't matter that it, that it screws with these 10 people over here or it messes up with this entire city block over here. At least they got a story. I think it's, I can see that. I also think it's something about, I call it cocky, but I think it's, there's something about our generation that is more willing to speak up and say, we're fucking done. Like it's fucking like, no, it's not okay anymore. It never was, and it never should have been. You know what I mean? We're given a, so many more platforms to have a voice, too. Exactly. That's true, too. Yeah. And we're able to see, like, we, we aren't, we're no longer just in our own personal communities. We can see all over the world now what's mm-hmm. happening. And so I think it's just that. It's that we're seeing, I know we're seeing it more, but we're also getting a broader view. It's just so much clickbait in the media, you know? That's true. So much of it. And that, you know, the stuff that we get ticked off at are the ones that tell us that, you know, something stupid, like our favorite show got canceled or whatever, and it really didn't. But they use that same, that same kind of reporting or writing or or whatever to report actual news sometimes. And that, that, that bothers me quite a bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you the know, fact I, that, and the fact that people don't check the resources. That, that's, that's what I was just going to say. It's where their sources. Share, like, satire columns and think that they're true. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, how do you not know this is satire? Or maybe it's not satire and they just repost it on Facebook just because they read the first line. You know, yeah. That's, yeah. God, I hate Facebook. I really do. Yeah. But, well. This, this has been a real uplifting episode. Yeah. Society is garbage. The world is falling apart. That's right. Caitlin burned her toast. And her leg. toast in my arms. Yeah. (laughs) I have it propped halfway on a pillow now and halfway on the couch uh, arm. So let's do this. Let's wrap it up and uh, both of you tell a joke. Uh, I was going to take the, I was going to take my favorite murders approach and do fucking hoorays. Oh, okay. Do that. Fucking hoorays. 
All right, you go first, Caitlin, because I, well, I don't have one. You just, you have this idea, so you have one planned. <laughs> I do not, I need to think about anything good that's in my life. Tell that story about that thing. Perfect. Great. What, uh, what are they? Are they just like gay for people things? About what thing? The good things that happened in our lives. Oh, fucking hooray. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what is something that happened? Why'd you want to do this? I, because I was thinking we should do something uplifting for the end instead of just having a depressing fucking episode. I, I I'll, let me start. Okay. Uh, I put in a water heater and didn't get killed by it. Yesterday. I'm very proud of myself when I do things like that. It's very fulfilling yeah. to me because I didn't have to hire somebody to do it. I'm the same way. That's why I like to change my own tires also. That's also because I always want to be like, I'm a girl and I know how to do shit by myself. Mm -hmm. I could live alone. I could. probably is very satisfying as a female. It is. Especially yeah. once uh, Ryan and I were at the gas station, there were these two like 40-something-year-old women and they had a flat tire and I changed their tire for them. And they were like, oh my God. And they keep kept like asking me stuff and they were like, you know, your daddy taught you right. And I was like, I taught myself. Not that my dad wouldn't, but like I pick it upon myself. I did, the same, I did the same thing for my daughter. I mean, I, I never yeah. wanted her to get picked on like at the car dealership or the tire place or wherever. Yeah. And they kept saying like, I wish I knew how to do that, blah, blah, blah. And finally I like looked at them and I was like, well, why don't you shut up and watch me? <laughs> if you have questions, I'll teach you. It's not hard. It really is only about a three-step process. It's not, it really is. it's not that hard. The hardest part is like, if you can't get a good grip on the like tire iron mm -hmm. and you have to get like a sweater or a towel or something so that you can like get it good and gripped but that's Look at the helpful hints yeah whenever i can't get it to go i jump on it that too well i'm saying like if you can't or no not boyfriend appreciates i'm talking it. about the jack that's what i'm talking about not the tire iron the jack. Uh, i see okay yeah don't jump on that don't jump yeah, on the no. jack the last time i tried to help someone change their tire <laughs> the whole thing collapsed and it almost took my arm off uh, that's scary. It was, it was Josie and Becca out in the parking lot. Oh man, they should have called me. The the well, the jack bent mm. as it was up, and the whole car just went kabonk. Oh my god, no! Yeah. Jeez, that's my mom's biggest fear about me changing my own tire. Like she thinks I'm gonna like lay under it to get the jack <laughs> up, and I'm like, mom, no, mm -mm. that should never be your approach. <laughs> the jack on my that came with my Jeep. Uh, was like the tiniest thing. It was so pathetic. How did I know it was, like, it was gonna be the worst Jack on earth? He was so small. And I was like, this, like multiple people had looked at it and they were just like, this isn't, no. Like this wouldn't even hold up a small car. Oh my God. Thing, like, and there was like nowhere that it would, that it could grip. Like it just like, there's something with the under part of the car that there's like no solid area for you to like safely press up yeah. on it without it like exploding. Oh Lord. And I was like, cool. Here's a fucking hooray. I started going back to therapy. Yay. Yep. I hooray. I didn't make like a conscious decision to stop. It was just I like stopped having time or felt like I stopped having time because of school. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I didn't make a conscious decision to start. Oh no. <laughs> I, just, yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was forced to start back. Listen, almost because I one night I so I told Caitlin this. Uh the day, so last Sunday, I like started getting real nauseous and anxious and like started throwing up, couldn't eat for like four days because of anxiety. 
like to the point I almost one night woke Ryan up and was like, take me to DePaul because I'm losing my fucking mind. And so the next day I called my therapist. We scheduled me an appointment. She did tell me, she was like, hey, next time if it gets this bad, let's not wait four days before we try and call to make an appointment. And I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds fair. But it was a three-day weekend. And she was like, you have my cell phone number. You can call me and at least let me talk you down over the phone. But I found out I had stopped going because I thought that my therapist stopped seeing people like at four so that she could leave at five. Turns out she's willing to work around your schedule because she realizes that other people have other schedules. That's nice. so like willing to stand till seven if I needed her to. So going back to therapy once every two weeks. And let me tell you, I love therapy. No, it was pride that I stopped going. It was just time. Yeah. Because I was in school Monday through Friday until four. And I was like, well, I can't see her, I guess. And so, but yep, now I'm back. Yes, he's back. Back again. Um, Do you have one? Um, what is something good that happened to me? I don't know. I guess just today. Today was very empowering. And when I got that message from my student, um, it broke my heart a little yeah. bit. I wanted to cry. Um, and the one about being but, at the protest. Yeah. Just a, because like, that's a good breaking though. That's yeah, good, yeah. 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 But then like, just, you know, thinking that like, just thinking about like, I actually, I mean, cause I don't know, like I think about it, but then like I have interaction with so many like black people every day and like I teach so many of them yeah and like I, I mean outside of guard I just I guess I don't really think of their their struggles that they have to face and stuff like that and I don't know so it was just enlightening um and then also like it also made me go into like mama bear mo mode yeah like, I'm about to be like if that if anyone fucking starts shooting I'm gonna hop in front of this kid like because like ain't nothing happening to my babies mm -hmm. so um but it was very refreshing and um, inspiring to see how many people showed up, how many people I knew, um, and who were willing to go stand there with me. Um, I don't know. It was just very nice. Yeah. All around. And I'm glad that it did maintain, like, its goal of being peaceful, um, just because, like, I personally don't know how I would react in a situation like that. Yeah. Um, so I'll say this as a, as a former teacher, I have almost every note that a kid has ever written me. It's on the wall in here or in a book somewhere or something like that, you know, someplace where I'll stumble across it every once in a while. Yeah. I have several little drawings and yeah. notes and stuff from my kids. Because those are the most heartfelt things you'll ever receive probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they don't got to write you notes. You're their teacher. No, like absolutely. most of the time. Students yeah. are like, boo, teachers. And so if they do like you, you're doing something right. I have one right there that says to Mr. Hamilton, you have good handwriting and you're very funny. <laughs> that's deep. <laughs> that's some nice hey, level man, for stuff. A, for, a, for a middle school kid, that's pretty deep. That is. Yeah. You have good handwriting. <laughs> you have good handwriting. <laughs> I love that. That is, I, that's a great compliment, though. It is. Well, and I, I'm going to tell you guys a, a short story. Short story, okay? Short stories. I went through a really bad divorce like 10 years ago, right? Okay. To, the, to the point where like I was using a private eye and all kinds of stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. 
my goodness. And I'll tell you that story offline. Yeah. But I was working at university and my kids kind of figured out what I was going through and like made this giant card and everybody signed it and all this Aww. stuff. Yeah, it was one of the coolest things that's ever happened, honestly. Yeah. I love that. Very cool. Yeah. Kids can be real caring little beings. Yeah. yeah. They don't give those kids enough credit either. Yeah. From yeah. that side of the tracks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what I'm talking about, Kayla. Yeah. Those kids don't get enough credit. They don't. Everyone thinks they're not good. So even this, we were trying to make uplifting and now it's like depressing. So. And now we're all set again. That's Great. Right. Cool. Thank you. So anyways, tell everyone where they can find us, Caitlin. All right. Your house with the <laughs> we are recording. We're not here. Yeah, no, I get confused. Um, you can find us at What's Your Excuse Podcast at gmail.com. That's where you can send us mail. <laughs> You can send us mail there. Send us nice little notes uh, your students have written you. Mm-hmm. If you're a teacher, also, it's very. <laughs> you can also reach us on Instagram, and that is What to Excuse Podcast with no spaces or apostrophes. That's right. And on Facebook, which is What's Your Excuse Podcast with spaces and an apostrophe uh, because we're, huh? Oh, I said because we're not animals. Oh, because we're not animals. That's right. Huh? Um, you can listen to us on a bunch of different platforms, one of them being Stitcher. And Google Podcast. And Spotify. And Apple Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I expected you to go. <laughs> Sorry. I was all and, over the place. Um, let's see. Make we sure are- you subscribe and also follow Rogue Media Network. That's right. And we're not in there today, but it is still in their hands. That's right. Nope. Because Mike has got the whole world in his hands. Nope. We call you Mike the God, so. It's a little deep. We say God's got the whole world in his hands. Also, I should text my dad back. He just tried to call me and, um, I, you know, I called both of my parents beforehand and I was like, hey, just so you know, this is what I'm doing today. Um, Oh, and so they're probably worried about you. Yeah. Yeah, you should call him back, bud. Yeah, I'm going to call him in a second. Um, and, oh, I got my armpits waxed. Yeah, that's your fucking hooray, Caitlin. Oh, yeah, I'm clean. Come and on, my, dude. My eyebrows are nice. Oh, and I had a fun photo shoot with a vintage wear brand. Okay, lots of good things. I, I just, all of this. I forget things. I'm sitting here with COVID trying to get people to uplift me with their fucking hoorays. Yeah, I looked really good in a photo shoot. Real cute. Oh. I you... think that cured my COVID. Okay, my eyes are burning. You gotta fix that. Scratching them with garlic. Uh, garlic eyes. The... Does that mean I'm a vampire? Just your no, eyes. That means you're not a vampire. Oh. What's your excuse? <laughs> this has been a Rogue Media Network podcast.